Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. This episode is called The End of the Affair. A movie starring Ray Fiennes? No, that was The English Patient. No, I think The End of the Affair is... Was it a movie? Ray Fiennes and Julianne Moore? Green? Is that... Am I making all that up? The End of the World, are you thinking of? I am thinking of... It's possibly just called The Affair. The End of the Affair was a movie in 1999 mm-hmm. with Ray Fiennes and Julianne Moore. I, How many points do I get? You're genius. Never heard of it. Five or six um, points. And the novels by Graham Greene. I think I get top score. Do you want to stop the episode now? Should we just leave on a high note? Thanks so much, everybody. Follow us on Instagram and <laughs> Twitter. Now X. Okay. Yeah. See, I can't even do it. Okay. That was great. So this episode is the end of the affair. It was season 32, episode 12, November 9th, 2023, hosted by, we love this man so much, our Dennis Murphy, a.k.a. Dennis is Enough, a.k.a. Dennis the Gumshoe, a.k.a. our non-scary bath salts face-eating Florida man. Non. He's non all of those things. Anti-bath salt face-eating. Anti. Yeah. He doesn't do drugs. Like th- consider him Nancy Reagan. Consider him your fun Florida uncle that brings you really good presents. Yeah, and he's never scary. And they're always very thoughtful, and is always the one whose stories you want to hear at Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Oh, Dennis. I know Thanksgiving with Dennis would be probably pretty magical. Probably right? amazing. He would wear like a, some kind of sport coat. Dennis, Dennis, we're available. We can make yeah. ourselves available anytime. So Dennis says money, sex, jealousy, rage. This is an only in Miami kind of case. So from that, I'm expecting a Florida man who threw a live alligator into a Wendy's drive-thru, which actually happened. All of these Florida jokes I'm going to throw at you are real headlines. Oh, I love it. But see, for some reason in my mind, Florida and Miami are two very different things. Yeah, Miami's different, but the outskirts of Miami, I think, are the same. Okay. I think Miami is where Florida people go to get away from Florida people. I feel like Miami is the place people go if they're smuggling drugs. I just yeah. think of drugs on a boat. If they were on 90 Day Fiance and they thought they were moving to a cool hip Mecca and instead they came from Brazil to be a model, but they moved in with their husband in Idaho and that is not what they expected. So they instead relocate to Miami and start a modeling career. And I'm talking about Paola. And changing everything about herself. Yes. Yes, I remember. See, Miami feels, I don't, think I would do well in Miami. I don't think I'm tan enough. No, you wouldn't. I don't like the cocaína. I think there's just <laughs> I think there would be some problems. No. So, this is the story of 43-year-old Camilo, who Dennis calls Camilo. I am going to say Camilo cuz that's how everybody else said it. I want to say Camilo like with the double L, but no one says it like that. So, I'm going to say it like everyone else says it in the episode. How does his mother say it? Well, she spoke in Spanish. And I, Most my of the time, but some of the time she did not. I think they all say Camilo. Okay. I think you pronounce the L's. Yeah. yeah. So he was married for less than a year. His wife, Daisy, had just given birth to their baby daughter in 2011. 
three weeks after the baby was born, he goes missing. Now, Daisy was an event planner, and she was back to work already. She called Camilo, bring da- bring our baby to the office so I can nurse him. And he brought the baby, he kissed them goodbye, and then he left, and then no one ever saw him again. Okay. And so that night, Daisy is calling Camilo's family and says no one's heard from him, and we meet his sister and his lovely mother, Inez, and... They all start a search party immediately that night. They go around the neighborhood. They're walking by Daisy's work. The mom wears out the soles of her shoes. Oh. She's so precious. They go to the police, who are not concerned, maybe because it's Miami, and they're like, it's too early. They do that. It's We need 48 hours. It's too early to report him missing. They go to the office, the family, and they find his car with the driver's window down and no keys inside. Now police are into it. Yeah. Which they actually take it seriously that night. They're like, this is wrong. So we learned that Camilo put family first. He was raised in Colombia and he was raised amongst the chaos of Pablo Escobar and drug cartel. Uh-huh. So his family got out of their tooth suite and came to Miami. Mm-hmm. Why <laughs> is it because I said tooth suite? Is that why you're making that expression? Would there be another reason? When did we last hear that tooth sweet? A couple weeks ago. Who said it? Frogger. When was it? We did just recently talk about that expression. That's probably why it popped in my head. Was it in a Dateline? Yeah, it was in a Dateline. Or no, it was with Bake Off. We have a second podcast called A Date with the Bake. And it's about Great British Bake Off with our friend Jake. It's A Date with the Bake with Jake. And one of us talked about tooth sweet. Jake had heard it another way. He had heard it tooth something and I had always heard it tooth sweet and then I googled it and there was a bakery that was called tooth sweet which I thought was a good name but I can't remember how he had always heard that expression and he made me feel really dumb for having heard of it like tooth sweet he did that or you did that I've made myself feel dumb because I don't think Jake's intention would ever be to make you feel dumb (laughs) I have a vague memory of this conversation but I I never remember hearing the phrase at all, either one of you, what you were talking about. So really, the dummy is this gal, because I have, <laughs> I've never heard it. And I think I made the face because I was, I'm trying to remember what it means. What does it mean? It means fast? Fast. Lickety split. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so the family came to Miami, tooth sweet, and oh. Camilo was a great guy all around. He worked really hard. He made a lot of friends. He was funny and charming. And he played what Dennis says people didn't realize was a sport back then, Frisbee. Why don't we get to hear more about this? I really wanted to hear more about this. I'm fascinated by... I recently did a, a YouTube search on how to throw a Frisbee because I just can't do it. And my neighbor's dog really likes Frisbee. I looked up a YouTube video for tips that's yeah. really sad because – and I grew up near the ocean. I should have been at beach bonfires playing Frisbee every weekend. Never a once. I failed. No, you just weren't in a teen movie. So no one actually does <laughs> that. That's – no. Lives in a beach town. Have you tried a boomerang? No, I've never tried a – maybe – no, I don't think I've tried a boomerang. So maybe you're thinking about this wrong. Instead of figuring out what – I don't want to say that your hands are too small – <laughs> but you have wee little hands. But you're going to say it. Why don't you Google like al- Frisbee alternatives? Because I bet you there's something else that will come more naturally. I'm not that great at a Frisbee either. I yeah. always throw it. I release way off. And so it goes off to the side. 
Yeah, that's my problem too. Okay, so maybe it's not a hand issue. Maybe it's an eye coordination with release. I need to just give, maybe give up the dream or actually commit to trying and practicing. Maybe you need a heavier Frisbee. You know how sometimes when you go bowling and you roll a bunch of gutter you balls? Waited. Yeah. And then you throw a heavier ball and somehow it right. hits pins? Yeah. Yeah. You need it. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Could be that. I might make that my goal. I like little attainable goals. Like going to a Wawa. Check it off the list. I did it. So back to Camilo. He played in the park in Miami and he and his friends formed a league and they were called the Miami Refugees. <laughs> which I think is good old-fashioned fun. And at least they're not getting in trouble like the Florida couple who hid from the police by hiding in a Daytona State University janitor's lock closet before realizing that they were trapped in the closet for two full days before realizing for a second time that the door was unlocked the whole time and they just walked out. All the drugs. They, so they were drugs. on every drug, right? Every drug. Okay, so when it scrolls down in the article at the very end, it said... It's this drugs. couple was doing <laughs> Yeah. It's drugs. So everyone is looking for Camilo, and there happens to be a lieutenant who is in a patrol car in a remote area of the county, and he's looking for drug smugglers on the edge of the Everglades. And Dennis calls it nowhere land. And I don't know if that's an like a colloquial thing or if that's he's just speaking in generalities, or if maybe everyone calls it nowhere land. It generalities. Seems vast. The only reason I'm saying generalities is that can't you picture Dennis saying this also on the edge of maybe <laughs> a desert? Absolutely. Okay, great. Yes. But he knows Florida because he lives in Florida. And this episode showed his vast knowledge of Florida, by the way. Does Dennis live in Miami? No, I don't think so. So this area outside the Everglades is an hour away from Camilo's house. And this lieutenant's driving and he sees a fire. And Dennis, who is suddenly very into fire in this episode for the first time, says, is it a smoky fire or a fire with flames? And the lieutenant says, a fire with flames. And then Dennis and the lieutenant go to the scene and Dennis says, you could see the flames? And I thought, Dennis is a pyro all of a sudden. And the lieutenant says, I saw a body on fire. And Dennis says, you see flames coming out of the body? Yeah. And I said, Dennis. No. This is horrible. Why do you keep asking about the flames? This is a horrible situation. I think that Dennis is not getting the answer that he wants or enough description. So I've noticed this entire episode, and he probably has done it in other episodes, but for some reason, maybe because we haven't had a Dennis episode in a while, it became really apparent. He has this way of asking a question. He's almost interrupting every time he does it. And he'll give you an option A and an option B. Did you see this or did you see this? Yeah. Did they say this or did they say this? It's very, very specific. And he does it many times in this episode. He's trying to get him to say something. And I'm wondering also if it's so they can get a soundbite or so they can get something from the interviewee. Basically, I think what he wants to know is, was the body engulfed in flames? Yeah. And right? We, it was. And we've heard enough. It's I know. horrible. And it is kind of the most horrifying thing that most people can think of. And from what we know about Frisbee loving Camilo at this point, he seems lovely and does not deserve this. Whatever exactly. has happened here. And then it gets more graphic because we find out that the body is a man with a hand with his hands bound behind his back. And Dennis wants to know if he's laying face up or face down. Option A. Option B. <laughs> he wants us to have that gruesome picture in our heads. Mm -hmm. And 
this man is laying on his back, lying on his back, and he has a slit throat. And then the detective, Chris Villano, Viano, mentions that someone says it resembles a Colombian necktie. Now, okay. Dennis, who is basically Dennis Escobar at this point in the episode for me, says, I have heard Dennis that phrase. Escobar. Col- Dennis Escobar. <laughs> Dennis Escobar. Is Katie's writing it down. He says he's heard that phrase forever, Colombian necktie, and he didn't know if it was an urban legend or true or not. But it is the type, it's a type of murder carried out by drug cartels. And the detective says, I had never heard of it, but Dennis has, Dan Escobar. And because Dennis is a Florida man through and through. So apparently, the Colombian necktie. Is a is so grotesque that Dennis won't even tell us what it is. And Dennis spent time in Master Bob's sex dungeon in Secrets in the Suburbs, so this man knows grotesque. Oh yeah. So when I you gave it a bing, it <laughs> I gave it a bing because curiosity killed the Did cat. Did you write for school essay? I hope you didn't <laughs> just type it for in for school for spec script for school essay. Don't come at me, FBI, and. It's way worse than I thought. I wish I hadn't looked. I'm warning all of you. Just don't look. That was your PSA. So it's not great. It's really bad. So Kimberly off air just described to me what a Colombian necktie is. And it's really, really horrific. But it definitely feels like a mob type thing where it's making a point. Yes. So this is something the cartel do, whether it's a myth or real. So there would be no question to the officers when they saw this, what, who did this, right? That's what they thought. Also, apparently this Colombian necktie came up in the OJ Simpson trial because the defense start, tried to start this rumor that Nicole, rest in peace, had been killed by drug people that she owed money to or something and that they had done this to her, which was never proven at all. And it was kicked out of the trial. They weren't allowed to do Mm -hmm. it or something. But some people had heard that comment when I was on Twitter. Some people are like, I do remember them talking about that. So maybe it was brought to infamy. Really? OJ brought a lot of things to infamy. Yeah. So- This is a lawless, wild area, a local reporter tells us. Mark it off your bingo cards. By the way, we have bingo cards on our website, adaywithdateline.com. Mark off local reporter. And shockingly, there have been a second burned body in this area a week earlier. This is the it spot to dump your bodies. Oh, boy. It's like the Hudson River, wherever people do it in New York. Is that where they do it? So in Camilo's case, there's blunt force trauma to his face. And get ready, plug your ears of your little ones who are listening, and I don't know why they're listening. The pelvic area was burned very badly, especially badly. And Dennis says, well, there's a message. That's personal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So- They don't know who this body is. They don't know that it's Camilo. There's no ID on it. But the detective is at the morgue for the autopsy, and he sees a Miami detective passing out missing person flyers for Camilo. So they put two and two together, and they figure out that it's Camilo. And Dennis is saying to the detective, a missing person flyer? Have you seen this guy? That sort of thing? Yes, that's what a missing person's flyer is. 
he really likes to do that one too, where he's describing the item. What they're saying. Yeah. So he does it earlier in the episode in the, when the family, Carolina and Inez go to the police and they shoo them away and say, no, we can't do anything. He goes, oh, so one of these call us tomorrow at noon and we'll see what's going on. <laughs> he loves to reiterate it in, but in a more theatrical way or interpret it in his own language. I need Dennis to live forever. I know. He's, he's such a treasure. So, he really is. He's great. He keeps me young. No one does it like Dennis. No. So they tell the family that they found Camilo's body, which is devastating. Everyone's devastated. I'm picturing the mom, Inez, wailing, and I can't get it out of my head. It's horrible. They just seem like such a sweet family. Really sweet. Really family-oriented, which is just super yeah. hard. Uh, they immigrated together. That I think that really... Oh, bonding? Oh, my yeah. goodness. I can't. And then the dad, you know, had the family business. They're very close. It's hard. Yeah. So the local reporter tells us this case could be on only in Florida telenovela, where the lead character is a Florida man who attempted to time travel and instead crashed into a strip mall. True story. What? Drugs. Drugs and a DeLorean. <laughs> That's impressive. So Detective Villano is on the case with his partner, Sergeant McCoy, and they find a fingerprint in Camilo's car. They run it, but they can't find any hits in the system. Remember that for later. Okay. They decide we have to look at the spouse first because that's what you do. And everyone tells police that Camilo and Daisy were very happy. I am very suspicious of this. Because the episode's called The End of the Affair. <laughs> The end of the affair. Also, Dateline has made me think there are no happy couples. I am just jaded beyond belief. Speaking of titles, we watched a 2020. I cheated on Dateline, which I occasionally do, with my parents. And literally, the episode was called Deadly Vows. And I was like, why do they, do, why do they just tell you right away who it is? Why do they do that? That's so annoying. Well, they did it right now. The end of Not the affair really. lets you know. That there's an affair, but it doesn't tell, tell you who killed him. But deadly vows, you're right. It's not like the death of the affair. It's not that. And this deadly vows is like it's one of the people in the vows. And one of them's dead. So it's the other person. I'm just going to really quick do a bing and make sure that Dateline does not have an episode called Deadly Vows. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they do. And I make fun of Dateline titles all the time. That is true. Nope. Well, we've offered our services many times and they don't seem to want anything to do with that. They don't take us up on it. So Camilo had no connection to drugs or criminal activity, which they were immediately suspicious of because of where he was found. So even though he's found in that area where drug cartels drop their bodies. He had no connection to the drug world. But Daisy, his wife, tells the police about something not so squeaky clean, as Dennis says. Camilo was involved in a land deal five years before. And Dennis says, it went sideways. The deal went belly up because Dennis is from the 1940s. Yeah. And the developer in charge was involved in shady stuff. And this land deal fell through. And the developer got in trouble with the FBI and Camilo had cooperated with them on the investigation. So could this have been a hit because snitches get stitches? I wish Dennis had said, do snitches really get stitches or I do could, they get set on fire in the Everglades? I could see that. Because I could see him saying that. <laughs> so the other guy, remember there were two guys 
Camilo and another guy that had been set on fire in that area, yes. he was also testifying in someone else's criminal case. So Ooh. is this a coincidence? I don't believe in coincidences, but apparently it's a coincidence because they can't find any threats against Camilo regarding that investigation. And it did happen five years before. I feel like your not believing in coincidences needs to be suspended when we're in Florida. Anywhere in Florida. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, no, that's true. I have a very strong, I do not believe in coincidences. And then in little asterisk, Florida exempt. Perfect. Yeah. So they wonder, did Camilo have some sort of secret life that we don't know about? Yes, because the title is End of the Affair. The affair was with a woman named Jenny Marin. And she tells police, guess what? Remember how I said I don't believe in coincidences? This one you should not believe in. Her husband is missing too. So obviously I'm thinking Jenny killed both of them, her right. lover and her husband, right? Agreed. Okay. So her husband is Manny Marin, who is the co-owner of Presidente, a grocery chain. And he's a very big deal in the community. He is an immigrant success story. He made it big. He gave back to the community. Immigrants, they get the job done. They start huge supermarket chains and sponsor little league teams which was the other part of that song that Lin-Manuel Miranda cut out. Mm. If we get big enough, I think we should do it. We should sponsor a Frisbee League in honor of Camilo. What do you think? I feel like they've already done it, his family. Not, it may be in Florida. Oh, so you want There to, must be teams everywhere. There definitely are. We should pick a team, like an underdog team that needs help. Are there like Frisbee teams and... Wyoming or one of the Dakotas, maybe. Right. And it may be like a cool runnings type story. Like, they're going to be in a bobsled. They don't even have snow there. Right. Has there been a movie about fr a Frisbee team? I don't think so. TM. There should be an ultimate Frisbee or froth Frisbee golf. How is like Will Ferrell and co. Paul Rudd, not Jason right. Siegel, that whole... It is very surprising. Where is Judd Apatow? Yeah. What is Judd he doing that's not TM. this? TM... You can direct, but we get credit. Okay. Speaking of Frisbee sponsors, we are so excited to announce a new sponsor to the podcast, Daily Harvest. Yes. Yes. Yum. I have been so busy and stressed lately. And with that, for me, comes a lot of takeout, a lot of irregular eating, like Starbucks in the morning, takeout for dinner, and maybe chips in between, like so many chips or nothing in between. Depends on the day. I never feel like I have fresh food in the house because I buy it and then I go out of town and it goes bad or it gets hidden behind the cake in the freezer and it goes bad. Yeah. And with Daily Harvest, my freezer is full of fruits and veggie packed meals and they're delivered right to my door. The prep on this is so easy and I'm lazy, so I can tell you easy. Some mornings I'm way too lazy to even make a nice smoothie for myself. I would rather drive and get a Frappuccino. I can't put ingredients in a blender and then blend it. <laughs> but with Daily Harvest, you put it in the blender and you just add liquid, but it's all in there. Veggies, fruits. They even have a coffee one that sounds like a Frappuccino, but so much better because it has like lion's mane and ashwagandha. And I don't know what those are, but they're apparently really good for you because people will not stop talking about them. They are the new kale. 
They are the in thing. They've been around. They're really good for you. Yes. And if so, if you're trying to get in more fruits and veggies, but let's say you're a meat eater, you can have their delicious harvest bowls and just add your favorite protein to it. Yeah. Like take the cauliflower, rice, and pesto, and then add a little chicken to it or whatever. Absolutely. They also have a bunch of pasta meals now that are ready in under 10 minutes, gluten-free and dairy-free. Yep. I just feel so much better that I'm not eating chips all the time. Yeah. Like I still have the chips because in moderation – it's you can have your chips, have your Christmas cookies, but then you also have fresh veggies and fruits. You have something that's good for you and something that can also fill you up a little bit more so you don't have to eat a bag of chips because you've also had this other thing that's really good for you. Exactly. Plus, Daily Harvest uses recyclable or compostable packaging when yeah. possible. So it's helping the earth. I love that. Get the best of both worlds with Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash date dateline to get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash date dateline for up to $65 off your first box. Wow dailyharvest.com slash date dateline. I am going to place another order later today because I'm pretty much like obsessed. And I oh, feel yeah. like I'm doing something good for myself too. Start your New Year's resolutions early with a really good meal plan going into 2024. Mm-hmm. Check them out. Thank you, Daily Harvest. We're so excited. Thank you, Daily Harvest. Katie, speaking of deliciousness, your face. Your eyelashes. Oh. What are you doing? Compliments of Thrive Cosmetics, you mean? Those eyelashes? Yes. One thing that everyone knows about me, or you may not know if you're new to the podcast, I love watching YouTube makeup tutorials. And I can tell you one thing that YouTubers, Instagram folks, TikTokers, and my whole family has in common, people <laughs> love Thrive Cosmetics, and they really love the award-winning tubing mascara, the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara from Thrive. Mm -hmm. I know your family is involved with this love too. Oh, all of it. Yeah. And for the holidays, the mascara tube has like little like stars on it, like snowflakes. Oh, it's so the holiday packaging is so cute. And I know because I just ordered a two pack for my mom and my sister. So my sister can split with my niece and my mom gets two because nice. what's better than that? And you'll know the tube when you see it. It's those turquoise tubes that you see just all over social media. They're really recognizable mm -hmm. because everyone uses it because it's the best. But award-winning, amazing makeup and skincare products are not the only thing that is cool about Thrive. They are a company with a cause. Thrive Cosmetics has a bigger-than-beauty mission, and for every product purchased, Thrive donates products and funds to help communities thrive. All the more reason to check them out and buy some incredible products. Let's talk about the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara, though, because you need to get on this if you haven't already. We've been praising this mascara for years now. We are telling you it's amazing. It's a flake-free tubing formula. Come on! It's copyright. TM. Buy Thrive. That's how good it is. That It's literally a copyright. It dramatically lengthens and defines your lashes from root to tip. It has nourishing ingredients built into the formula that support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. So while you're making your lashes look good in the moment, it's helping them look good later on too. Also, a big deal for me is the removal of mascara. It slides right off with warm water and a washcloth, so you don't have to use those harsh eye makeup removers. If you are like me and you have eyes that are sensitive to eye makeup removers, this 
is a godsend. It's an incredible product and you need to get on it right now. He has these holiday two sets and the holiday four sets. It's an incredible value. It's available now and only for the holidays with the cute packaging. So cozy up with your new winter look from Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty products that give back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com forward slash date dateline. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash date dateline for 20% off your first order. What are you waiting for? It's all about the lash this holiday season. Go check them out. And thank you so much, Thrive, for sponsoring this podcast because we love you, you and we love your products. Thank you, Thrive. So back to Jenny Marin. Now, Jenny is basically living the life of a telenovela. As we said, someone is living the life of a telenovela and it's Jenny. She mm-hmm. is a PYT, pretty young thing. Does Dennis say that? No, I'm saying it. Oh, my. And she meets rich older man, R-O-M. Oh, boy. Manny, who is, I'm trying to, I don't know if that's going to ever take on. It's okay. So uh, if there's a song about it, maybe. So Bruno Mars, where are you? We need a song about rich older man. Um, (laughs) So Manny, who is happily married to the love of his life. Now, it's funny how quickly some men can fall out of love with the love of their lives when a PYT comes along. And that's exactly what happened here. Jenny is 20 years younger than his wife. He says, I want to be with you, Jenny, ignoring the love of my life. Bye-bye. And she says, maybe if you divorce your wife, I'll be with you. Like, we can talk about it. No guarantees, but that's enough for him. He drops his wife like a hot potato. He flies to Jenny in New Jersey with divorce papers and a ring. It's a wow. New Jersey love story, baby, just say yes. I think that's how it goes in New Jersey. Yeah. So they live in a huge house on the water in on a double lot in a place called Lighthouse Point, which sounds like the title of a teen drama on the WB. Does it not? Sounds expensive. And they have two children. And we're meeting this baby reporter who is a, an adult, but he has baby face. He looks Correct. 14. Mm-hmm. And he's so handsome and has great hair. And his name is Christian Cologne. I don't know if that's his birth name, but it's working for him. And I think this is Christian Cologne reporting. And it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt when he went into no, the industry. Yeah. And uh, I think he and that other reporter with the swoopy hair with the baby face. They should just take over the news industry as teens. Jonathan? They look like, yeah, John, something like that. His, Jonathan. With the swoopy hair and really bright smile. Yes. He was great. He's very tan. He would do great in Miami. Yeah. They should at the very least be friends. Yes, absolutely. So Jenny is living the high life. She has yachts. She has six bedrooms, the Louis Vuitton bags, but she doesn't have love. That's what the reporter tells us. Good job, Cologne. Hmm. And they had in their marriage turmoil. They had jealousy and affairs, which explains the jealousy. But what does this have to do with Camilo? Only everything, Dennis says. You silly Billy. (laughs) Everything. So Jenny tells the police she was feeling lonely and isolated in her marriage, but she did have this close male friend that turned into a secret. 
affair. And it was so secret that they bought burner phones. They maybe took us up on our burner phone two-pack idea, TM, Mm -hmm. which is what we've been pitching for six years. Mm -hmm. And they would meet up in hotels near the shopping malls that she would go to every day as a cover. So what is Jenny's life like that the mall is a plausible alibi for your very regular affair? You are at the mall so much every week that you could have an affair and say that you're just at the mall because your husband thinks you're at the mall that much. Do you own the mall? Yeah, that's a great question. Are you the mall manager? Executive manager? No, she doesn't work. So she just shops every day? Every day, I think. Good afternoon, Mrs. Marin. We've been expecting you. Would you like a a Wetzel's pretzel? And a caramel macchiato? And she's like, I don't eat carbs. Take me to Nordy's. Does she have a personal shopper at Nordstrom? But then does she need to go if she has a personal shopper? No. Does she? The personal shopper pulls for you and then they display it and then you come in and- But I feel like they would go to her house and bring the stuff, like with actresses. Does she have to show up with bags at home to buy stuff as a cover or does she just tell her husband on the days she has the affair, I didn't find anything I liked? Everything bored me. Sorry, did Dennis say it was every week? Oh, yeah. I can't imagine this happened. How long did this go on? Every day. (laughs) They actually said every day, but I don't think they literally meant every day. If it's every day, then she works at the mall. (laughs) I don't know what she does. Hot dog on a stick, girl. What wouldn't that be fun if someone says occupation and you just write mall? <laughs> That's just Yeah. I, shopping. Yeah. Weird. Hmm. So Manny finds out about this affair. So I guess the cover wasn't that great anyway. No. And he confronts her in one very terrifying incident when they are speeding down the highway and she screams at him, pull over. And he pulls over so close to the railing that she couldn't open the door. So she jumps out through the window and they're screaming at each other and they end up staying together after that. Oh, they're like Ross and Rachel. No, it's a telenovela. It is. It's high drama. And then bring it back down. But we love passionately, but we also fight passionately. Exactly. That's what a telenovela is, right? Yes, 100%. There's also like an evil twin. So months later, they start fighting again, and this time they are on their yacht. Yes, you heard that right. So they're screaming at each other, and he tells her the affair is a disgracia, a disgrace, and he tells her to end it. But instead, she says, no, I think I'm going to leave you instead. So he happens to disappear conveniently a few days after this, and she thinks, Perfect. Now I can go see that divorce lawyer. So she goes to the divorce lawyer and says, okay, so get this. I have a boyfriend and a husband and they're both missing, but I want to divorce the husband. And the divorce lawyer, I assume, buzzes his assistant and says, this client is being billed by the hour, right? I'm finally going to get my Lambo. And (laughs) the lawyer does for Jenny what she surely could have done for herself and not paid $500 an hour. He Googles her missing boyfriend and sees that he's been murdered and turns the computer around and is like, is this your lover? And she's like, oh my God, yes. 
So the twist that Dateline aficionados probably saw coming is the murdered lover is Camilo Salazar. And Dennis says, yes, that Camilo Salazar. Not the other one that we were talking about earlier. Oh, boy. But I think if you're rich enough, you have people to Google for you. Right. You don't need to worry. That hurts your fingers. Right. Exactly. My fingies need to do shopping. Someone else texts people for you and they Google things for you. They might even watch YouTube for you. It's a whole thing. But (laughs) would you as a divorce attorney, if someone came in and told you those two things, would you also buzz your assistant and say, can we have security on standby? This could be bad. I'm right now. Now I am being placed in the middle of a love triangle. Right. But he's a divorce lawyer in Miami, so I'm sure he's heard things like this before, but probably not, and both of them are missing. And maybe this woman killed them both. But sorry, has Manny been reported missing? Just for, no, just for a few days he's been gone. She doesn't know where. She just doesn't know where he is. He's not a missing person filed with the police that no one's heard from him. He's just mad at her they had it right and she's using this opportunity to file for divorce right okay so the divorce attorney says you need to go to the police and but i also hope he volunteered to be her criminal lawyer because she's my number one suspect and she's gonna need a lawyer and also he needs to earn that lambo money so a murder case that's gonna do it there we go Jenny, however, I will say she lessened herself on my suspicion list because she totally cooperates with the police right away. She says, this is what's happening. I was having an affair with Camilo. I don't know where Manny is. And I just realized that his passport is missing. And so the detectives search his phone and search their records. I don't, whatever, where you see who's flown out. And I don't know the logistics of it. And they find out that he had just a few days after Camilo's murder flown to Paris on a round trip ticket, but he had never come back. Hmm. So he is not dead. He is fleeing. I wish we had a Babel ad. Want to flee the country after murdering your wife's lover? Learn another language in less than three weeks. Does he have a private jet? Great question. No, 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 because he bought a round-trip ticket. I guess I'm just surprised that there's a yacht involved, but he doesn't have access to a private plane. A private Hmm. jet. Hmm. That's a great question. I I would be surprised if he doesn't, not that he would own one, but that he has, like, maybe has a timeshare jet. Like, he he and a couple other supermarket, I supermarket, king, whatever you Mm -hmm. call it, they all share one, maybe. You would think, like, the guy from Vaughn's, and then the guy from Kroger. But then yeah. they don't share with the Whole Foods guy because he has several jets. He doesn't believe. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he has several jets. True. But he also pretends that he doesn't believe in the bad fuels that come out of So he has jets. secret jets. He has secret, secret jets. jets. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then he pays a lot in carbon offsets. And they'd say things like, let's get the cart out. Ten items or less. I don't know. They'd have like. They do. Different catchphrases for their jet yeah if they wanted the air on they'd be like let's get the freezer section going or so i don't know i'm not really landing this but i just feel you're not really landing this you nailed it (laughs) you did it unsuspectingly that's great thank you so manny is now the main suspect because he is apparently on the run the detectives get subpoenas for manny's 
phone records. And the prosecutor is very funny here. And she says to Dennis, I hate to tell all the criminals watching this, but your phone tells us everything. And I wanted to be really snarky and say, oh, sweetie, everybody already knows that. But week after week, it is proven to us on Dateline that a lot of you still don't know that. Right. It always happens. Leave your phone at home. And better yet, have someone using your phone at home. And better yet, have it be someone who will never flip on you, like your mom, unless your mom would flip on you and then find somebody else. Also, again, I think this might be wealthy person blindness where you don't think the cops are even going to get to a point where they would look at your phone Mm because you're so powerful. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Supermarket money. Mm -hmm. So on the day that Camilo was murdered, Manny's phone was blowing up, Dennis says, and I thought, so hip. Mr. Hip. Oh, boy. He... It was blowing up, talking to three men involved in mixed martial arts. MMA has entered the episode. Oh, boy. Manny was friends with a guy who won the bronze medal in the Atlanta Olympics for Cuba for MMA. Wow. And Manny helped him defect from Cuba. And this guy is Alexis Via Perdoma, otherwise known as Via. And we see a video of him fighting on TV and like pounding this guy's face in. And I realized I have a very low tolerance for violence, considering I do a podcast about murder. Another guy on Manny's phone is Ariel Gondula. And another guy, the third, is Roberto Isaac, who is a corner man in the fight game. What is a corner man? Is he a coach? The hype guy that puts the towels on you and like rubs your shoulders. Karen goes, okay, buddy, you're doing great. Yeah, you got this, pal. Yeah. Might have been a fighter when he was younger and he's significantly older than the other two guys. So now he's a Rocky coach. Okay. Yeah. Now, none of these three men will talk to the police, which is some smart Florida men. Not like the Florida man who was on drugs and killed his imaginary friend and then turned himself in. Yes, you heard that right. Did he have a name? Did he have a first and last name? The imaginary friend? Uh, I'm thinking it was Jeremy and the last yep. name was McGillicuddy. Okay, sure. Mac for short. They just called him yeah. Mac. And he was bugging him. He kept needling <laughs> him about something. Now, if you bing Florida man, you will find plenty of uncommon bad stories. But I'm here to tell you about some But I'm excited to tell you about something uncommon and good. Uncommon goods. Yes. So good. How's that for a segue? We are so excited to have Uncommon Goods back as a sponsor for the holidays. We love shopping at Uncommon Goods for the holidays. Oh, yeah. They do all the stressful work for you by finding the most remarkable and unique gifts for everyone on your list, all in one place. I highly suggest their kitchen items. They are enough to impress my brother and his wife who are self-proclaimed foodies and won't eat at chain restaurants. They have these DIY activities or kits like make your own mochi or make your own hot sauce. Oh, yeah. And they have dishes and like they have experiences for a couple that you could do together. I just think it's so cute. And we all know people who would be into that. I just saw an art thing that I can't say what it is because it's from my mom and she'll hear it, but it rhymes with schmersonalized schmate by schnumbers. No, stop. 
No. And when you shop with Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses, which yeah. is so crucial. A lot of the items are handmade. A lot of them are made in the U.S. And they are just things that you will not find in other places. And again, they have experiences now too. So yeah. highly, highly recommend. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back a dollar to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than two and a half million dollars to date. Wow. We love a company that gives back. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash date dateline. That's uncommon goods dot com slash date dateline for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon goods. We're all out of the ordinary. That's a good catchphrase. Uncommon goods. We're all out of the ordinary. And it's the truth. They have some extraordinary gifts. Love uncommon goods. Please check out their kids department too. I sometimes have a hard time shopping for kids and it's so easy on uncommon goods. There's all different kinds of gifts for all different kinds of kids. Mm -hmm. Thank you, uncommon goods. Thank you so much, uncommon goods. Happy holidays from uncommon goods. Oh yeah. Katie, another gift that you can give is the gift of health that you can give to your little furry friends. The gift of health is the best gift that I can give them besides loving them and squeezing them and speaking to them like they're human. They love all that too, but really they need (laughs) to be healthy for me to do all that. But let's also be real. Having a pet is expensive. Having multiple pets is even more expensive (laughs) from feeding them the best kind of food you can afford to pet sitting. If you happen to go out of town, costs can skyrocket quickly. But the one thing that really is worth spending money on for your fur baby or babies is pet in insurance. This podcast is sponsored by Brunhilda, Bruce, Danny the Champion of the World, and Ulysses, who really want me to give you the fur one one on Embrace Pet Insurance. You did not just say fur one one. You bet, TM. Did you know the vet care prices have increased by 33%? Just from 2022 to 2023. I don't like that. It's bananas. So it's definitely time to upgrade your pet insurance game. Whether you have a dog or a cat or both or multiple of both, Embrace Pet Insurance offers customized plans and their coverage is super flexible to fit your needs and to fit your budget. If you have multiple pets to insure, like me, you are eligible for a 10% multi-pet discount. And with Embrace Pet Insurance, you can visit any vet or emergency clinic. Oh. I know. Plus, they have a 24-7 helpline and an optional wellness rewards program to ensure that you prioritize preventative care for your pet. So hopefully you never even need to use Embrace in the first place. Yes, knock on wood. Right. And I feel like this might feel like a luxury item to some of our listeners. Like it's something that would be really nice to have. But at the end of the day, it's kind of unnecessary and just a little pricey. But that's honestly not the case. I am taking my sweet Danny to the vet for his very unfortunate dental issues. And I feel much less stressed than I normally would knowing that if something expensive comes up, 
with them doing this tooth examination, I'm going to be ready. I have an ace up my sleeve, and that ace is pet insurance from Embrace. And it's not just me. There are so many testimonials on EmbracePetInsurance.com that you can check out. It's like the story of Boo. What happened to Boo? Boo is a senior pug. Oh. And Boo went to the vet for a routine teeth cleaning, much like I'm about to do. And to his owner's surprise, they learned that he had three loose teeth and infected teeth that needed to come out immediately. No! So they were very worried about the procedure and the cost since they had not purchased insurance for him yet. So his owners did some research online. They found Embrace and the website was so easy to navigate. They called the customer service department. Again, 24-7 customer service that were so helpful and understanding and made sure that they were able to pick the right plan for Boo. They purchased a policy with wellness rewards and they were so glad they did because Boo had his surgery. He needed six teeth removed and the wellness rewards covered $650 towards his surgery. Unbelievable. Thanks to Embrace, Boo is now back to his normal puggy self and loving life more than ever. That is fantastic news for Boo. So don't wait for the unexpected to happen. Head to EmbracePetInsurance.com slash DateDateLine and sign up for pet insurance today. Make sure you go to EmbracePetInsurance.com slash DateDateLine or else they won't know that we sent you. And trust me, pet insurance is worth every penny to help your furry friends live a long, happy, and healthy life. Thank you so much, Embrace Pet Insurance. Be sure to embrace and love your pets this holiday season. Oh, from all of us. From all of, from our furry families to yours. Give them a boop on the nose and say, that's from K&K and Embrace. Yes, please. So the... Detectives find out that Manny's phone had pinged near where the body was found. Okay, Uh. Manny, I'm no longer looking at you. Well, I'm still a little bit looking at Jenny. Let's be real. I am mostly looking at you, though, Manny. Oh, no, I'm definitely looking at Manny. The minute we found out he flew to Paris. No one just flies to Paris. Manny has kids. He's married. And he's he's jetting off to Paris at a moment. He's also running 18 Supermarkets? How many supermarkets are in his chain? He's busy. I don't know. Presidente. Mark off cell phone pings on your bingo cards, though. So Dennis says, is this devastating evidence or just interesting smoke? Dennis. Option A or option B. (laughs) He loves two options. (laughs) Also, I know you're a pyromaniac now, Dennis, but that was not appropriate because of what was done to the body. We should not be talking about interesting smoke. I'm just kidding, Janice. Never change. Oh, he's just so, trying to give options. Come on. <laughs> then we meet Catherine Fernandez Rundle, who is the state's attorney who looks so familiar to me. And I have to look up if we've seen her before. Same. I agree. Did she look familiar? Okay. So two years go by. They still don't have Manny. He's still outstanding, said the detective, to which Manny responded, thank you so much. My mom also thinks I'm outstanding. Oh, that's not what you meant. I am so embarrassed. Oh, boy. Jenny files for divorce, and I hope she went with that lawyer and he finally got his Lambo. Manny (laughs) has to respond with documents for the divorce, and they're notarized with a Spanish seal. So now they know that he's in Spain, but they don't know where. They go to the Spanish government. Spanish government says, no, nada. They go to the FBI, and the FBI says, call us back when you have an address. 
And they're like, that's why we're calling you, which is the second week in a row the FBI has pulled that Catch-22 stuff. Do you remember last week? They did the same thing. They're like, call us when you have a name. We're calling you for the name. What's what going are you on? Doing? FBI candy, you're really starting to piss me off. I'm sure you're still cute. And that's why I'm going to still call you FBI candy. But I'm very frustrated with this thing. FBI don't like it. FBI am frustrated. FBI need you to do better. Yeah. So two more years go by. And the detectives think, go back to the file and they say, hey, we had that fingerprint in the car and we didn't get any hits on it. Let's run it again. Maybe someone is now in the system. There we go. And they get a hit ah. for Ariel Gondula, who is one of the three guys that Manny was talking to. Yeah. And since the murder, he has been arrested for drunk driving and has taken one of what might be the saddest mugshots I've ever seen on Dateline. He looks like someone killed his imaginary friend named Jeremy Manashevitz. What did you, <laughs> McGillicuddy? Does he look like he wants to be where the people are? He He's wants to so see, <laughs> wants to see him dancing. Sorry. He's so sad. Because <laughs> his name's Ariel. I don't want any part of this guy's world. I don't want any part of it. He has a fork that he's combing his hair with and he says, talking crustacean that he's friends with. He's doing the best he can. Yeah. So his fingerprints are now in the system because of this drunk driving accident and they match. So the detectives think they finally have a case, but prosecutors aren't so sure. So for years... Detectives keep pushing the prosecutors, and there's infighting. And I imagine a passive-aggressive edible arrangement was sent. I don't exactly know how those politics work. Well, I don't either. It, it was awkward, though, for a while. For sure. Finally, in 2018, they decide to charge all four men, even though two of them are missing. Manny and Gandula. They do not know where they are. But speaking of missing, I feel like there's a chunk here. Why are we suddenly able to charge them or deciding to charge them? Just I don't know. You, yeah, it is strange. It's usually like someone gets a promotion or someone's running for office and they someone new gets in or somebody, I don't know, somebody's oh. sleeping with somebody's wife and sends an edible arrangement and I don't know how it works. Dennis, this is when we need one of your option A or option B. We need a multiple choice here. What, which <laughs> of the things happened? <laughs> so Manny is living in Spain and he's living off the money that his son in Florida is sending him. So they think we're going to charge the son with aiding and abetting to scare Manny into coming forward. Mm. And Dennis says, is he shaking in his boots? And I guess he was because it works. Manny walks into the Spanish embassy and says, I'm wanted in the United States. So I guess Manny is a good dad, question mark? That's weird, right? I feel like, again, there's information missing. Why? He doesn't want his son to be charged. So he's going to take one for the team. So they think... But how... The but that, sorry, was the charging of the son a ploy? It was 100% a ploy. Maybe Manny doesn't know anything about law, right. but it feels like he's got some sort of, obviously he knows about crime and You would think such. he would have a good lawyer who would say that's just a ploy, they're not really going to do anything, but they do charge the son. So there are charges. Okay, yeah. And the son is calling him like, dad, please, okay. I have a family. I'm running the whatever branch. I'm running the South by Southwest division of Presidente. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. busy. 
Yeah. So Manny comes back. They think no one's going to flip on each other here, but they think the weakest link, the most likely to flip would be Gandula, who is still missing. And they use Google and they find him in Vancouver. And Dennis says, you use Google? And the prosecutor says, we use whatever we can. So apparently, again, this lawyer just uses Google and the prosecutor just was, anyone could have just found Gandula by Googling him. He's in Canada. Okay. What in the world? How did they Google that? What did, Was he doing a fight? Was he fighting in Canada? Unsure. This is an hour-long episode, Katie. We don't have time for those kind of details. Apologies. If it was a two-hour, they would have given us that information. Okay. So they go to Canada, which looks stunning, and I still can't believe that I still haven't been there, and I've been talking about my love for Canada for six years now on this podcast. They, Because they're in Canada, the detectives are extra polite, and they're like, do you prefer Ariel or Mr. Gandula? And so in Florida, they can't talk to perps like that because they're dealing with a drunk Florida man who tried to use a taco as an ID after his car caught fire at a Taco Bell. True story. A hard shell or a soft shell? Hard shell? <laughs> this is my ID. Maybe it was a gordita. I need to know details on that. Maybe <laughs> I don't. I kind of do. I'm looking that up. Okay. Press on. <laughs> So he I eventually says that his friend Roberto Isaac says that he needed help intimidating a man who owed someone money. This man is Camilo. So they were just supposed to intimidate him. They walk up to Camilo outside of his wife's office. Isaac acted like he was a police officer. Again, we get no more information in on that. Okay. Was he in a uniform? We don't know. And they shove him in the back of a car. They drive Camilo to meet Manny at an empty lot. And when Camilo sees Manny, he freaks out and says, oh my God, that's the woman I'm having an affair with's husband, which is a very hard sentence to say. He's giving us a lot of exposition. This, I'm sleeping with this woman and that's her husband. Oh my God. But also, why did you think that you were shoved into a car? Did you think it had to do he with something else? It was, it was the Frisbee League. The Frisbee League had some dark <laughs> underbelly and they had to capture the star player to not make it to the game next weekend. Maybe. That's some hijinks. I could see that happening. I mean, you had to know that the woman you were having an affair with, that her husband was of a, a big shot, bad element or had some yeah. ties to something. You had to have known yeah. something. I feel like yeah. Miami might be one of those towns where it's a big town, but it's a small town. You know who people are. I just don't. I don't yeah. get it. So Camilo is screaming, why are you doing this? And Manny says, you know why this is happening. And Gandula says, I don't like this. Hard pass. I'm out. I was okay with roughing someone up for money, but it appears there's like a personal love triangle thing going on and I am uncomfortable. So I am leaving. And mm. so he leaves and misses the whole murder and the Everglades thing, according to him. That's so, so convenient. That's yeah. so convenient. So the prosecutor hears this story and says, I'll give you three years for kidnapping if you become a witness for us. She's a good prosecutor, this Levine. She's yeah. not Leah asking it up. She no. is doing a good job. She is. She's also no nonsense. And I, I like her interview a lot. She's great. Yes. 12 years have passed with Manny the mastermind or Manny the maestro. goes. He goes on trial. I don't know. I thought he'd... Manny the maestro. Manny, Manny he's the, the president of Presidente. Yeah, but Manny with an M. Manny the mastermind. Yeah, Manny the mastermind. And they think it was machismo. 
There's lots of M's. They think he hired the MMA muscle man. Oh, my Muscle man to murder <laughs> Camilo. The prosecutor for the trial is Justin Funk. Funk with an E at the end. Funke. He's what? Funke. Oh, yeah, 100%. He just blew himself. Mm-hmm. If you have not watched Arrested Development, that's going to go nowhere That went for you. right over so, your head. Yeah, sorry about that. But you really should have by now. So yeah. Daisy, who is Camilo's widow, takes the stand, and she is heartbroken. She talks about when she last saw him, he dropped the baby off to her and kissed her goodbye. She had no idea he was having an affair. She said he was always present. Now, let's not forget... Camilo is the victim here. He absolutely did not deserve to be murdered. But having an affair while your wife is pregnant and then taking care of your newborn is a disgracio. And it makes me upset. But again, he did not deserve what happened to him. Is it worse that she had no idea? It's not worse if she has no idea and never finds out, I guess, because then she just always has this one view of you. But if you find this out and you had no idea... Isn't that crazy? It would change everything in everything. your world, right? You, yeah. Oh, that's hard. I feel. Isn't bad. that crazy? Yeah. It's um, really but sad. I think you're so distracted with the baby and the pregnancy. It must be. There's a lot going on again, which makes it worse because yeah. you're thinking that like you're both in this together. There's just a lot going on here. It's that is a oh god. Sad. It's so brutal. Oh, and then he's murdered in a horrible and he's way. Horrific. Yeah. So th- talk about mixed emotions. Right. All the emotions together at once. Yeah. So Jenny takes the stand. And this is very interesting. They think Jenny misunderstood what Manny said on that fight on the yacht just hours before Camilo died. Manny had said this affair is a disgracia, which she thought he was calling the affair a disgrace. But the prosecutors think in Cuban slang, Disgracia means a tragedy or calamity, and it was almost an, ad- an admission of what he was going to do. Like, I'm going to create a tragedy over this. This is going to lead to a tragedy. And a few hours later, Manny was killing Camila. So Manny's defense attorney says none of the evidence points to him. They say he was at that lot to watch Camilo take a beating. The MMA muscle men were supposed to scare Camilo into stopping the affair. And they say his phone wasn't there, even though the cell phone pings say it was at the murder site. It was somewhere in a two-mile radius. He was somewhere else in the Everglades, just wandering. <laughs> it's nowhere's land, but he was just happened to be wandering. I don't know how far out the Everglades extend, but it, they say the cell phone pings were not accurate. And they say, you can't believe Gandulo's testimony because he's just trying to get a deal. So he's lying. You can't trust him. Right. And the defense berates Jenny on the stand for having an affair, basically, and fully guilt trips her. And this guy is like Larry David. His shoulders are all high. Yeah. He's screeching at her. And he's like, he has no neck. It's just shoulders like an old Jewish man, like one of my uncles, just yelling at her. And he won't let it go. And he's like, why didn't you focus on your husband and your kids? Why didn't you do that? You could have done that. What is preventing you? It is accessible. It is reachable. Why didn't you do that? You can do it. It is there. Tell me. Why not? Why didn't you do it? 
And I was like, okay, I get that none of us think that what Jenny did was a good thing. Right. But like, don't have a crap attack. You're going <laughs> to give yourself a heart attack. It just occurred to me that Dennis would have made a great defense attorney. Because of the questions? Uh-huh. Because Dennis <laughs> loves a rapid fire question. He loves. I wonder if Dennis in another life wanted to be that. I could see that. But I think ultimately gumshoe detective or gumshoe novel writer. I still feel like Dennis has probably written a book. I think he might have one in his drawer at home. No, I, I think that he might have some published, just not under his Under name. different names. Mm-hmm. Andrea writes those Hallmark movies, but she writes them under her name. Dennis, we got to find out because we want to read them for our Patreon book club. Thank you. Yes, please. Thank you. So he is like screeching at Jenny and they're saying Manny would never do this. Manny was a peaceful guy. And I was like, you're saying Manny was a peaceful guy who paid some MMA guys to beat up the guy your wife was sleeping with. That's the peaceful guy you're saying he was. And three guys. He couldn't just Three have, guys. he couldn't just have one guy come and rough him up. All these guys could yeah. look like they could take the frisbee champ in yeah, a heartbeat. But he's a peaceful guy. You were going to do almost attempted murder even if you weren't planning what you were planning because they would have right. close to killed him if not killed him by roughing him up. Right. And that's what they're saying. They're saying he hired them to just scare him and instead Robert Isaac just went too far and killed him. For what reason? No idea. Are they blaming Robert Isaac because he's the oldest? I don't know. And they're like, well, if he, who's going to serve the longest prison sentence? Oh, Is that what they're thinking? Because I don't like no, that. No, I don't think so. Okay. So after a six-hour deliberation, they find Manny guilty, but only of manslaughter, not of murder. So maybe they had questions about the premeditation of it, or they just didn't want to give him the full charge. So he still gets a life sentence, though. Yeah, he still gets a life sentence, though. And the other two hitmen were found guilty, and the charge against the son was dropped. Yeah. So no aiding and abetting. And at the very end, we learn that Camilo had an infectious laugh, which I think is the same as contagious laugh. So Aww. he was a fun-loving guy, and it's very sad for his family. He literally sounds like a great person. Except for this terrible thing that he did. Except for this affair. That we don't condone. was such a secret. It was such, ooh, that, that part's really got me. Yeah, that's hard to get over. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how his mom but, felt. Did, did she, did Inez answer any questions about that? I'm sure she loves her son regardless of the mistakes that he made. But of course. It's a really bad mistake. Yeah. It's hard to like square in your mind and then you have to go into a trial about I feel really bad for Daisy. This would be. Yeah. This would be hard. Yeah. But somebody that we love, some amazing ladies that it's not complicated our feelings for no. are who this episode is dedicated to. Two Patreons named Andrea B. and Lauren I. I heard a little secret about each of them. <gasps> I heard that Andrea B. hit her boyfriend with a plate for listening to too much Alanis Morissette. And I heard that Lauren was arrested for calling 911 after her cat was denied entry into a strip club. <gasps> well, so- you ought to know better than to bring your cat <laughs> to a strip club. 
because isn't it ironic don't you think uh, i don't know what's ironic about it but we love these ladies none of those stories are true those are florida man stories i just needed to sneak in more florida man stories because there are so many florida man stories but we love you andrea and lauren and we appreciate you donating to the podcast and helping us keep going i'm so glad those stories weren't about them but i'm also disappointed because i had a lot of questions and i was gonna reach right. out right which album was it? Was it You Ought to Know just over and over again? Or I think was it was it Uninvited. Like- I think it was definitely Uninvited. <laughs> I love Uninvited. Sure. And like, mm. was your cat on a leash or was he like in a carrier? Does your cat like the buffets at strip clubs? What is it that the cat had? Did, was the cat had an interest in it or was just like a tag along? Or maybe like so you questions. just needed to go and the cat just wasn't feeling good. So you needed to take it with you. So you had a little backpack. Like to give medicine. Mm-hmm. He needs medicine every two maybe hours. Maybe the cat has, knew- has beaties. Has the beaties. It's a cat with beaties mm-hmm. and you needed to give him insulin. his insulin every couple of hours and mm-hmm. you needed to be at that strip club like for a good four or five hours. Mm-hmm. This is what I think is happening. Absolutely. But they didn't do that. None of that happened. They Lady- didn't do that. None of that's true. Andrea B. and Lauren I. These are law-abiding citizens as far as we know. They're not even Florida gals. Okay. They're well, just law-abiding ladies. Who probably really like Dateline, and so we really like them. Thank you exactly. so much for helping us keep the mics on and keep the lights up. Keep the lights on. And, oh, you do it. I can't say it. You're so much better. Keep the lights on and the mics on. Hey, thank you so yeah. much. Thank you. Okay, B-roll bonanza. So many aerial shots of Everglades. We have the cameras over the water going towards Miami, which always looks like a really cool city. They love to show like boat shots and stuff like that whenever you're in Miami, right? It made me feel like Dexter, like I was in Dexter or that show Bloodlines. Yes, 100%. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what Similar you're saying. Vibes. Dexter went out to the middle of the ocean and I don't think he dropped bodies in the Everglades. Oh, okay. Ever? I don't ever. Glades. Oh, good. Good. We have Carolina and Inez on a patio. They're not looking at pictures as far as I could tell. Did you see them looking at pictures? I did. Loose leaf photos. Oh, I missed it. And then it pans over to an empty chair that was Camilo's. But it right, was almost like like we would leave a chair for Elijah at the, at our Seder. That was the but precious moment for sure was Inez yeah. talking about his empty chair after yeah. he was gone. And that was really sad. And do not go and immediately listen to the Les Miserables song, Empty Chairs at Empty Tables, because it will make you cry. Oh. Especially now, after this. This is very sad. The detectives have a fake office for sure at one point, I think. Yeah, it did seem like a fake office. And boxes, case file box. Maybe it wasn't fake office. Maybe they just moved to a new... Well, I was confused. They have them in an office. And then at one point, they're walking down a hallway in a different building. And they walk by a vending machine. So a fake office doesn't have a vending machine. Yeah, I saw that vending machine. I don't know what's going on. I wanted to see closer like what kind of snacks were in it. Because I love a vending machine. I think they're just not allowed to shoot in their actual office. They're allowed to shoot around the precinct, but not in the office. So they had to get a different room and clear it and set it up. Okay, so that's what we think is happening. All right. Let us know. Mm-hmm. There's also this photo they keep showing of Jenny being kissed on the forehead by Manny. Yeah. And it is very, I know there's a 20 year age difference, but it's very. It's a lot. Yeah. His, the way his lips are like mm-hmm. puckering 
is like that episode Deadly Detour where we kept seeing that makeout photos that of the kissing that was way too much. And yeah. it's just on her forehead, but it was just it felt gross to me. It's a little but, bit. It's a little bit much. And I don't think she didn't like it either. And that's why she was not happy. Yeah. Agreed. We also get a random yacht because Miami. Yeah. So it's just life. a close up of the yacht. That wasn't a random yacht, Katie. That was mine, actually. And oh, um, pardon. They rented it from from me for the day. Sorry about that. I haven't let you on it yet. Sorry. Ah. I will eventually. That the young reporter is sitting at the courthouse typing on his laptop, and it is perched precariously on his lap, like it could slip any second. With that confidence that only comes from youth, you know, like I could. It's fine. It's not going to fall. Youth and it being a work laptop. There we go. And he really would like a new one. <gasps> he wants it to fall. The only way you get a new one is what? You break the old one. Your old one breaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He's trying to do this on purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like that theory. What else? Anything else? I have no other B-roll, really. They have that POV tracking shot when they're searching for someone, when they're searching for Camilo that yeah. is like the ground. It's almost like a horror movie and the... The animal is like a possessed bear on cocaine and it's running. The whole season it, they've done it. That's its point of view. They've done the POV yeah. shots and they've like tripled the drone shots in season 32, I've noticed. They're ramping things up. Mm-hmm. Brands unhappy being on Dateline? The Everglades? Yeah, Florida. Florida. Florida is unhappy with a lot of Dateline coverage, I think. Miami, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. No, Miami didn't really get a bad name. Um the supermarket, the Presidente. Presidente's in trouble. Does anyone shop there? Let us know what the cleanliness level is. Is has it gone downhill since Manny has gone to jail, or is it still great? Or have they gone out of business? Is his family running it? I don't know. I love a grocery store. Presidente supermarkets. If you want a touch of what a touch of color, I don't know. How many stores? Do you want to guess? I don't, is it higher than eight? Oh, yeah. 18. Oh, I'm going to show 200. you. Can you see it? Oh, yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's so many. Wow. All the way So you up. don't know how many. I don't. And it looks like they have a ton in Orlando as well. I'm trying to see if there's like a, a count. Why is their website not secure? That's weird, mm. right? Because Manny's hacking it from prison. Locations. I think there's, oh, I think they're very, very wealthy this family yeah and maybe they've sold some of theirs now where your dollar buys you more does it 30 this says 30 30 okay there we go wow fashion police fashion police camilo's son in court my dad was obsessed with this lime green sports coat he was wearing Mm -hmm. and bob said he deserves to go to jail for that oh bob didn't want one but i think in miami that's fine that's I'm surprised we didn't see more blazers kind of like just sprinkled throughout. We did not. Mm-hmm. Like white. Did we see any white blazers? I was looking. No. And we had that guy a few weeks ago who totally was wearing a white blazer and he was a like a police detective. And I think we said that he should be in Miami. I think I said he should be singing Mambo Number no. 5. But did we not say that he should be in Miami? Because now looking back, he maybe should hang out in Miami Absolutely. more. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. That would be great. But yeah, not as much standout fashion as I would have thought. Um, no. I think MMA guys just like tank tops. 
It's just mm-hmm. the way that works. It's yeah, pretty standard standard fare. There's no sim- seemingly impressive Frisbee gear that you need. I would think maybe a fingerless glove or something for gripping. Like oh. what, what do Frisbee people yeah, need? There, I think it's a low front-end investment sport. Like some sports, when you're getting into them, it's very expensive. Oh, yeah, like jet skiing. <laughs> right, or golfing or something. But this is seems very cheap to get started. But then maybe once you get into it, you get the special Frisbee. You maybe get like the powder on your hands like the gymnasts use. I don't know. I did just look up the most expensive Frisbee. Do you want to guess? No. Okay. This is made by Prada. (laughs) $795. Prada, that's just rude. Stop doing that. Why are you doing this to us? I don't know. It's just dumb. Give the money to somebody. Titles. Okay. Dineskabar. <laughs> yeah. Dineskabar solves the crime. Yeah. What you got? Three men and a manny. Oh, good. I tried to get somewhere with Frisbee. I tried to get somewhere with MMA. How about Miami I Murder just... Mystery? Oh, that's MMM. Well, that's MMM. Miami Murder Assassination. Miami Murder Miami Association. Marshall Association. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. The one where Kimberly binged Colombian necktie. Yeah. And yeah. died inside. Yeah, I could have. I wish I hadn't asked. I was going to ask, but I kind of wish I hadn't. Yeah. I didn't have a very many titles. I'm sorry. It's okay. I only had, I didn't have that great of ones because I was trying to get somewhere really badly with Disgracia and I couldn't. Yeah. I could not. I had Manny up to your crimes. Sorry. When he was on okay. the run. It's not good. An actual title I thought it could have been was Evil in the Everglades. Yeah, I like that. That would have worked. And then I Mm -hmm. just had an idea. When you get your boat, would you consider calling it Ready or Yacht? I'm sure there already are some, but yes, I'm down with that. You will? Yeah. Okay. But then that song would be stuck in my head all the time. Ready Ready or not, here I come. come. You You can't can't hide. Is that the Fugees? It is, yeah. Like the refugees? Like the Frisbee it's team? Per- full circle. We did. That's it. Full circle. Okay. Perfect. Amazing. Gonna find uh, you and make you make- board me because you're boarding the yacht. Make you. <laughs> Something. I'm trying to think. I'll consider it. All right. Thank you, everyone. Do we have Twitter? No Twitter. No Twitter. Okay. It's hard. No, there's no Twitter on Thursday nights, guys. People are really dropping the ball. Let's get Twitter going on Thursdays. Dateline folks. is going on on Thursdays. If you have something better to, to do. You're already watching Dateline. Get out your phone. Exactly. What are you at a frat club party? Do we need to liven this up? Do I need to create fake Twitter accounts and come on and just tweet puns the whole time? I would love that. You didn't know it was me and just waited and see if you read any of mine. Yes. And then eventually you found out that I was pretty plus more. Carly, you're not. You wish because she's the one who came up with the contractions theory that Mike agrees with. What if you all this whole time were Kaisler Soze? That's the one, and that would be the most perfect thing because of who Kaiser Soze is. It would be the most brilliant cover, right? Yes, it would be brilliant. But we don't know where Kaisler Soze is. He's no, we don't. That's interesting. Where is he? I don't know. Maybe he's been oh here all along. That would be the oh my goodness, gone, and I would love it. All right, let's. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna think about that. 
of the amount how I can make that me. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Now this is going to make searching for funny tweets even more fun. Is one me. I'll be like, is that Katie? Maybe. Is the spelling and gra- is the grammar off specifically? Are there way too many commas? <laughs> You're going to know it's me. You totally I don't think know. you can put commas in a Twitter account. Thank God, because it would be my dead giveaway because I overcompensate for the grammar situation. So I add a lot of extra <laughs> stuff. This feels like it should be here. Just it's, throw more punctuation at it. It'll at least I'm trying. At least I'm trying. You are. Yeah. You are. It's just doing it You've wrong. You've been doing a good job lately. Uh-huh. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Date Dateline, and check out our Patreon and our Supercast. We have a lot of fun bonus stuff. And check out our episode of I Think Not, that we just put the cleanish version on our feed, and the naughty version is on their feed. And we talked about frogging, and we had so much fun. And you can yeah. also find us on Pink Shade. Check us out. Yeah, we're out there. We're out and about. We're all over the place. Just spread the word about our podcast because we want it to grow. So thank you. Thank you, everyone, so much. And be your own, be your own Presidente. There you go. Be the Presidente of your own life this week. Yes, I love that. Yay. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Bye. It's a Latin grocery chain. So does it specialize in Latin foods? Yeah. Maybe. I wonder if they have homemade tortillas. Sorry. I'm sure. Those are my favorite. The the ground flat. Oh. Yeah. That they make on the stone. It's my favorite. Favorite, favorite. I love that. Just with a little bit of butter. Oh. Butter? Yeah. I put butter on everything. (laughs) Because it's the taste of the tortilla that I like, but you just give it a little bit of brushed melted butter. It's really good. Come on, that sounds good, right? I mean, I'd prefer guac or avo or... But if I don't have it, I'm never going to have that, but I'm going to have butter at my house. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds good. Listen, bread and butter is amazing. It's a classic for a reason. So it's just tortilla and butter. Yeah, exactly. Also, did you... Sorry, I think that it's also the way I grew up. Like our one of our sweets was buttered tortillas. Okay, that's interesting. I've never heard of that. Oh, you roll it up and you heat it in the microwave for 10 seconds. And so it gets warm and then you put butter on it real quick and the butter melts in the tortilla. This is just a regular I mean, like a tortilla you buy at the market. It's really good. Yeah, most people would put cheese on it and make a little quesadilla or nachos or something. I'm a from a butter family. It's just- I know it, you are. Yeah, that's, um, that's the way it works. All right, anyways. This one looks like it's important. There is a Frisbee. There is some sort of mentalist Frisbee. This, the show, The Mentalist? Sararal? I don't know. I think I'm saying that wrong. Sararal? Mental Frisbee. This mental Frisbee, common way for magicians and mentalists to randomly select a member of the audience to assist them during their parlor or stage show. <gasps> Do they throw it at the audience? Is it a Frisbee is a mind, I think this minds? is a trick. It's a mind reading trick. So you throw it to the person that's thinking of whatever. <gasps> this is crazy. And it has a little receiver inside of it. That seems very dangerous. Like someone could get knocked out. In For the sure. Of it's $495. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. This is a professional magician or mentalist website that I've stumbled upon with really expensive tricks. I'm going to check this out later. I'll write it down. It's an illusion, Katie. Sorry. A trick me. is what a blank does for money. <laughs> uh, that's another Arrested Development yeah. joke.
Got it. Okay, the website is called Vanishing Ink. I'm looking it up. I'm very Thank excited you. about that. 